0: Papi, we're going to get right into it right away, this or that. Would you rather get kicked in the nuts or put your daughter on a plane where the pilot still hasn't finished flight school?
1: You know what? I, I didn't know how easy it is to fly a plane, but I don't need my nuts anymore. So. I'm two and out. I don't need those things anymore. So, oh. yeah, definitely I will take being kicked in the nuts by, by what, by a donkey, said?
0: By a, by a horse? By yeah, horse? Yeah, some serious, Seat that's biscuit. some
1: deep pain. But at least I'll have yeah. my daughter. You'd rather do that? Yeah, I'll get over the pain. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think a student once so, asked me, but, they, uh, like she fell or tripped in the classroom? and i was like are you hurt no what, what happened like nobody saw her or something like that and she's like but i'm hurt I'm like no it doesn't matter you could get over being hurt but you can never get over embarrassment <laughs> and they, they they made a santana Coast page and it's, it's on the it's on the santana Coast page like we'll heal we oh, will yeah. heal but we nice. will never get over the embarrassment never it's never gonna happen.
0: You know you made it. You know you made it when your students make an Instagram page dedicated just on the you. The fuck is it two so years in
1: a row? You made yeah. it, puppy.
0: <laughs> so the reason why I asked that is because uh, recently I read two articles in relation to education. Um, in Arizona, the governor just recently mm. signed legislation um, that... Basically, lowers the the requirement to teach. I saw so, that. Um, it says, uh, the education requirement for teachers in Arizona has changed. Uh, under legislation, Governor Ducey signed earlier this week a person only needs to be enrolled to get their college degree to begin teaching. In His name
1: is schools. Governor Ducey. Governor, <laughs> shit like a deuce, Doug. Doug Ducey, <laughs> he didn't drop a deuce, he yeah. So, didn't drop a deuce, he drops a deuce, yeah i mean that that's that's an absolute welcome to arizona that, that is so that's pretty that's pretty loaded law and, he, and with every law there's consequences it. but go ahead, go ahead
0: so he signed this legislation because of the obvious teacher shortage in the state yeah. just like in a lot of states yeah. there are uh shortages in in for teachers yeah. um uh, and so, either because they're leaving the profession completely, or what's very common in Arizona, and I'm guilty of this, is that many teachers leave to other states because I mean, they pay. Look at
1: define define guilty, right? Um, this is the law of supply and demand. This is <laughs> economics. You're like, well, do I get paid enough? Economics. Well, if you don't get paid, in, mm-hmm. if you don't get paid enough, that means somebody else is willing to offer you the money, right? But if, if nobody's willing to offer you the money, then that's really how much you're worth. There's this a lost supply and demand. So somebody else is willing to offer you more money. And you send me billboards of like Texas offering more money if you move over there and... Yeah. So
0: in Phoenix, in the Phoenix uh-huh. area, there literally were billboards bought out by districts in Texas. I think specifically Dallas. Yeah the the Dallas school districts bought billboards in Phoenix trying to recruit teachers over to to their their districts amazing booth. and they would put the starting salary and how much you can yeah. make and it's just like wow yeah. like they know they didn't use that to join where to recruit. they didn't use
1: that join they used a billboard and the no. thing and the thing about it we we kind of hit on this yeah. earlier and we could do a whole show on this is um, what are the pluses and minuses of leaving and the first thing you said well obviously the salary like you double your salary right and then there's other aspects to it california is a very union strong state even though the supreme court passed this law where you every like every state every union is now a right to work union every like you can't force people to pay their union dues and i do know a couple of people that don't but for the most part people still do but arizona has always been a right to work state so, it, you know, it's, it's not very union strong. But anyway.
0: Yeah. And so for the first 11 years of my career, I, I taught in Arizona. And now that I work in California, but I still live in Arizona, yeah. I definitely can see the difference between having a union and not having a That's, union. Yeah. You know, um, but as a matter of fact, literally this morning, uh, I ran into a friend at the gym and they just got a job in California. Mm-hmm like just literally like in the past you week we said in school partly was because no. the, the pay yeah the pay is significantly way higher than what they were getting paid here mm. so it's like you said it's supply and demand and um, it's kind of like common what sense what subject do they teach you know why, and I was kind of like why well, I was going to go into the why are they passing these laws like why are they lowering the standards for for the profession if you want to maintain your your workforce, yeah. if you want to retain your quality, yeah. then you just you gotta pay. Back. Well, that it's, yes, that's not just an yes. education. It's everywhere in whatever everywhere. you gotta pay back. Yeah, I
1: mean they, they have they and have a lot of like, requirements. If you want to get into education, they do, mm-hmm. but at least in California, like yeah, they, they they I mean I, I made, I think I made somewhere close to hundred somewhere around hundred ten thousand dollars last year, something like that and i I like to and the people that tell you not to share your salary information by the way ours public record you can look it up but uh it's it's, always been historically what do we do for a living we're history teachers and so historically you go back and see the people telling you hey don't talk people about your salary or the actual people running the company um because if people start talking about salary they find hey why why do they make so much more why do they make you know that kind of thing and it's harder to negotiate if not everybody knows what they're making. I remember it was a common thing at UPS. Um, yeah, don't talk about your raise. Don't talk about this. They just don't want to start a you know a ruckus. Um, but but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's important. I think it helps recruiting. Um, and the more you pay, the bigger pull you're going to pull from. But So they lowered the standards, so now you don't even need a degree in Arizona. Um, there, there's two parts to that. One is like, you, well, you said it. it. You're going to have a 19-year-old. Says- uh-huh. Go ahead
0: yeah well it says as long as you're going to school well it's kind of like being a substitute here in california you'd be allowed to teach it's, i think
1: you have to finish like exactly. three quarters of your coursework here in california to become a substitute uh-huh. so but again there's two parts to that because in every job every job that i've ever had the best education is from actually doing the job on the job training that's the actual best education you could get for teaching you are does it weed out some People that are a little lazier that aren't willing to new, learn new material, okay. do new things. By hey let's get somebody with a college degree. I remember as a, as a guy, Pedro Caranza. When I was going to college, I was like, man, this stuff is useless. And he told me, he told me, um, you know, it's not about what you remember. It what you're showing your employer. What a degree shows is that you know how to learn new things if you need to. I was like, wow, that's the best explanation I've ever heard. So if a degree can separate anybody from that, is is that? But now you have the issue of universities are so expensive. I mean, San Diego State alone. I think I graduated two thousand three, and the, it was the second to last semester I was there. The tuition was eight eighty eight a semester, just for tuition alone. And now it's somewhere around four four thousand. So it's 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 quadrupled. It's just about quadrupled 4, since two thousand three. Okay. It's quite, from eight eighty eight to crazy. yeah. It's quadrupled since then. And uh, I, I always I always talk to this t- about students, but you show the average salary. The average salary has not quadrupled. So you're going to go in there and you're going to do no. what? And you're going to have this crazy college loan. And and honestly, wiping out student loans, Biden's talking about that. That's not going to help anything. The real issue is how expensive universities are. And so that I mean, again, it's a double-edged yeah. sword. You could you could recruit a lot more people that way by lowering the requirements. Um because really the best training is on the job but training like but now how's the
0: the quality yeah, yeah
1: yes the maturity um and yeah you know uh-huh.
0: well it's double-edged sword the quality of instruction absolutely Abs- and, oh god you know like like i just asked you you know if if you were to get on a plane you want to know yeah. you want to make sure that whoever's flying that plane yeah. is qualified yeah. and obviously the more experience you have uh-huh. the better uh the better qualified you are but if you don't even have the minimum requirements of that i'm not going to get on that plane as it is i mean i just kind of got over my my fear of flying but but you would not trust that pilot regardless of you know how many hours they had if they're not qualified you would not you would you would rather take a kick to the nuts than put your daughter on that plane right and so there's actually why are we doing that too this remind me from uh, a scene why are we doing that with teachers? this actually
1: reminded me of a scene from uh, a league of their own i don't know if you how well you remember that movie and gina davis gets a ride to the bar to pick up mm-hmm. all the girls and so there's no uber back then and i guess there was no cab or something like that so he got a ride from like a 10 or 12 year old kid she got a ride from a 10 or 12 year old kid to the bar <laughs> and then like he starts hitting on her and yeah it says yeah. something like that but it's like wait this is who drove you and you know that that kind of thing so can they drive? Yes. Are there a few kids out there that you could drive? Yes, but it says something about your, your experience qualifications when you kind of when you're put to the ringer um, to to a point. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, absolutely. So is is teaching an art or is it a science?
1: Let's see. Teaching your on my degree. It says you,
0: bachelor of um, arts, right? And so
1: it's. It's both.
0: It's not for everybody. It's ah, it well, it is kind of both. Cause, you know, but it but anyways, kind of you both, hit on a big one. Anything. It's not and for everybody. We've seen it, We we've,
1: You said it, right? that, that, and that's that's it's the not thing. Not
0: because it doesn't matter how much you know. Yeah. You can. I've dude. I've known so many teachers. Can that
1: you? Can you grab a crowd up
0: here? There's their yeah. brains. But it doesn't matter how much content you know, if you can't get your students to buy you can't in, get a kid to believe in themselves you're gonna you can't get
1: kids to buy into what you're doing you're going i shrugle. compare teaching to you know? being a
0: and that's kind of why when we talk about uh building relationships yeah. you know having yeah. a connection with your classes that is just as important as the content of the yeah. class and so it's just kind of like when you when i read things like this it's honestly it's 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 a slap to it's a slap in the face to teachers yeah. because it's like you, I mean, you went to school, you got your bachelor's, you know. Eventually, you went, you you got your master's, mm-hmm. you know. You got all this education to refine your craft as a teacher. And now it's like, well, we don't have enough teachers, so we're gonna lower the standards for everybody else, just so we can have a body in the classroom, right? And it's just like, I don't know. Um, but and then I read another article in Florida, and this one's a little bit different, but. It's just kind of like, again, if why are you dealing with the shortage of teachers? You know, there's a variety of reasons, but one of the biggest ones is economics, right? If you're not making enough money, a livable wage, you know, if you're not getting paid for what you're worth, are you gonna stay very long? And so a lot of teachers in Arizona come from places like the Midwest, Wisconsin, Michigan, Illinois. They come to Arizona because there's jobs, in abundance get a couple years and then boom they go somewhere else they go back home they go to the yeah. midwest so they'll go to Nevada they'll go to Texas California because obviously the pay is way uh-huh. better but in in Florida um new uh sort of legislation has has just been uh, put into place where it says um veterans like military veterans can now teach in Florida even though they don't have a degree but there's a there's a catch right and so it says uh, the florida department of education announced that military veterans as well as their spouses would receive a five-year voucher that allows them to teach in the classroom despite not receiving a degree to do so and then there are certain requirements that go with that so you get like a five-year voucher to teach but um, they must have a minimum of 60 college credits with a 2.5 GPA and they must uh receive a passing score on the uh subject area for exam your for your bachelor's so. for your
1: undergrad what percentage of all your undergrad education have you actually applied to the classroom
0: there's a lot of that theory
1: no you personally that you you get, personally, right? yeah. Theory stories from the classes that theory, I took. Theory stories, all that. How much is that? Your undergrad? I, uh-huh. I, uh-huh. I, I couldn't.
0: Uh I couldn't tell you because uh, I mean, yeah, you 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 learn about the psychology side and you understand of the. Of, I didn't learn much you of know, that behaviors. Yeah. You, well, you. I you learned know, it just, now. Like, education psychology classes, sociology. Yeah, but
1: i was talking like, In order, even to your, your, really your get undergrad, you you got that you got that kind of education. Yeah. Damn. I went to Arizona, Arizona State, state you know, baby. We got yeah. a higher standard. In higher state, state, we didn't get any yeah. of that shit.
0: I did go to Harvard um one summer to the bookstore. Yeah. So, but it kind of just rubbed off, you know. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, no, but I know what you mean. Like, like, how much? You know, of who else it went do to you, Harvard? Actually, you actually take to <laughs>
1: But, but, but uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, I yeah. understand. So, so you, the actual, as far, as far as doing all that coursework and all of a sudden, boom, and I remember feeling like that because I had my four degree, I was I throwing the, certain skills. I had no business being in a classroom my first year. I, I, did, I think some of my students tell me, ah, I don't know, but I remember that, I remember that feeling. I was, I, find that hard I was belief. totally unprepared. I was, man, I, it, it was an absolute disaster. Well, maybe for content, but just knowing
0: you yeah. and your personality, yeah. I would kind of find that hard to believe yeah. because the way you are. Well, I, like I'll give, with, I'll give with you one example. You are with, with people in general. I'll give you one
1: example. I used to get real bent out of shape my first year when somebody threw something across the class. And now when I see that, I'll think, say things like, why would you throw that? You didn't even hit them. You know, it, like, why are you going to throw it if you're going to miss? You know, they, they just, just to, but it's not, A, I want everybody to throw it. But it's kind of just me- its finding new ways to mess with the psyche of each individual kid. Because every classroom, I, yeah. I always feel like I'm a stand up comedian, although I'm not a comedian. You're always trying to hold up a crowd. You, you are. Every, every single yes. individual, we have five classes a day, every single individual class, our job is really to hold their attention, hold up a crowd. In the similar way stand up comedians do, but their specialty is comedy, our specialty is whatever uh, our craft is. Go ahead.
0: You, you know what I just uh, remembered? one thing that i did take that i learned during my undergrad is the the zone of proximity so the farther away you are from students the more likely you're going to see behavior issues uh happen but if you walk the you know walk around the room you talk to kids the, the, the closer you are with them you know the less likely you're going to run into issues with behavior and, and things like that so, i mean so i did take that but I, mainly it a lot of it I got from observations and my student teaching and actually going into that. But like I, before that, you learn certain little tricks, lesson planning. Uh, there was classes yeah. that I took for history. Because like I said, like strategies and teach, teaching, teaching
1: is not for everybody. So there's certain things if that they certain yeah. tools they give you. So if you don't have that natural appeal or whatever, you could take these strategies, apply it to the classroom and grow from there. I always felt like I always approach education like this. Do you remember the movie, the movie Big? Tom Hanks, nineteen eighty-seven. Do you ever seen that movie, Big? Yeah. Okay. So the yeah. concept is concept is thirteen year old boy. He's like a weird kind of nerdy guy, a uh, bit of a loser, whatever. Wants to hook up this chick. Mm-hmm. that He wasn't tall enough to ride this ride, so he wishes he was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wakes up, he's thirty years old. Has a, mom doesn't know who he is. They think he's a kidnapper. Runs out. Got to find a job in New York City and he gets a job at a toy company. And within a week, he's promoted because the boss sees him messing with toys and the insight he has. But why does he have that insight? Because he's 30 years old, but he remembers his 13-year-old mentality. So I think of one of the biggest things that personally benefits me. And I saw this movie two days ago and it hit me like a ton of bricks, boom, like, holy crap. Like, I I felt like I'm Tom Hanks, but in the classroom. I remember when I was sitting in the classroom, what (laughs) bored me. What entertained me, and that's why I point b- back to teachers like yeah. cornerstone teachers like Ryan Jeffries, uh, cornerstone teachers like Scott Fullerton, two of my favorite teachers of all time, legends in my book. Uh, but for two very different reasons. But how do you hold a crowd? Fullerton had his way, and uh, Jeffries had his way, and, and Jeffries still doing it. A different style. Yeah,
0: everyone has a definitely a in a, a crowd. Yeah. So, uh-huh. but and so the the Florida legislation uh, or the other sort of caveat to what i previously said um they also must veterans must have a minimum of 48 months of military service mm-hmm. completed uh with either uh medical or honorable four years. if they're hired by a school district four years they have to have a, a teaching mentor so there's certain things like that are add to that but it just like comes back to the whole thing as like well why are you struggling to hire teachers why are you struggling to hire and teachers it begs the question yeah. like it begs the question you know why are teachers leaving yeah. and uh, there's a variety of reasons like within the first three years of teaching there's a uh, there's a burnout especially for the, the if the majority of the teachers
1: that leave leave within the first three yeah years. yeah you you know and you know that you right. hit on a big thing that i was thinking about right now is you and i are veterans we know The hoopla, we know the game, we know this and that. So whenever we get a new administrator coming in, coming up with a new flavor of the month or whatever for the year, we're could we able to see past that, know what the profession is, and go forward and include whatever they want to talk about. So we include whatever we need to so we don't get fired, that kind of thing. But but if you're a new teacher and you hear all this stuff, and I remember whenever we get a new teacher, man, I flock to him and I'm like, alright man you're gonna hear this but what's really going on is this you know that kind of thing is translating yeah. what's going on and I think that's the hardest part for the new teacher and you hit that one on the head right there
0: that's why mentorship is so important yeah. for oh yeah the teacher. right mentor I remember when I was a when I was a, a instructional coach I just remember thinking about, okay, what were some of the things that I struggled with yes. when I first started yes. teaching? Yes, the, the movie Big kind of content. The movie right? Big I would Concept, I yeah. tell them, like, like, one of the things I would tell them is, like, don't worry so much about the content. I mean, you need it, but focus more on how are you going to get your students to listen to you, yeah. you know? And so I always tell them, like, listen, make sure that your students know that you care, right? Uh-huh because if they know that you care then they'll buy into you a lot quicker and then the content comes next Mm -hmm. but i remember like my biggest thing was content yeah right content was like oh i need to learn this and and that but like eventually that comes with with practice and experience but it's more like the other things and and that's why i also think that like with in our profession There's so much more than knowing math or science. That's important, obviously, because, you know, the students got to learn certain skills. But there's the other things. And, you know, it's kind of sounds cliche, but teachers are more than teachers. Yeah. You know, you're you're a counselor, you're a psychologist, you're a coach, you're a mentor. You're all these things because so many students deal with so many things especially nowadays It, it, it simply like and if we the, I remember and if you invest a little bit more time at the beginning yes. to get to know them yes. then you're able to kind of put together a recipe that works best for your classroom and then other on, on the on the
1: appearance like kids walk in and we we did the same thing when we were kids we're like all right the teacher's there and they're gonna do the thing we're gonna do our thing and but what they don't realize and what i got into teaching is and when i first got into teaching i'm like all right There's 30 kids, roughly 30, 35 kids, sitting in front of me in the classroom. And they're with me for about an hour. And like, I don't know, 90% are Mexican. And that's what what I first saw. But after teaching for a little bit longer, I realized this is more like uh, the movie, The Matrix. Look at that kid over there. He has these social emotion issues. That kid over there has got ADD off the wall. This one right here just got home last night because they were out till midnight because they were on some baseball trip. That one, there's just so many different th- things going on in the classroom. Every kid, it doesn't matter the race, and some, it's not even always social, economic I mean, all those things play a factor. Yeah. But age, you're looking at 30 to 36. Each individual, everybody's got a story, every different day. Mm-hmm. And once I realized that, it was like, yes. Boof, okay, all right, all right, this okay. is what I'm dealing with. Instead of me just feeding information, I'll never forget how to coach that would be explaining stuff, but we get so bored of hearing the long explanation, with a lot of the stuff wouldn't record. And then we come to the game or some practice that we didn't do right. I already taught this stuff to you. And like, just cause you said it, doesn't mean you taught it, right? And you know, when you're a kid, just cause the teacher said, it doesn't mean you absorbed it, right? So is that the kids' fault? Is that the teachers' fault? Maybe somewhere in the middle. Depends on you know. There's a lot, a lot of it fa- There's a lot more to it than that, but uh, as far as the, that spectrum that I'm talking about, but um, yeah,
0: yeah. Because if you tell them, what's that quote? Tell me and I'll forget. Um, show me. I don't know. I get it. <laughs> yeah. There's a quote that kind of goes in, yeah. but it goes into like the teacher. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. But if you tell, if you're just like, well, I told you already, if you yeah. like kind of just lecture and expect them to learn it, you know, it, the percentage is very low. Yeah. They, that's why I, I believe in so much like hands-on activities. You want to put the learning yeah. in their hands. I, yeah. Um, and anytime you you kind of involve, you know, that type of learning and then sort of imbi- involve some kind of emotion yeah. to it, yeah. they'll definitely learn it a lot. I, I've, de- I've, I've actually, a lot I've
1: been too. fantasizing about, I have an outline in my head. I need to put it on a paper about. Because you know, I told you, I always flock the new teachers. And you said a stat that I didn't realize: most people mm-hmm. leave the profession within three years. We are scaring our new mm-hmm. talent away. Now, don't get me wrong; not everybody's a talent. But what if they are, and we're scaring them away from the? So whenever I see a new teacher, I like flock to them. And so, um,
0: but potential talent yeah. like yes. there's yes, a that's lot it. of New teachers that have a lot of potential. I, I, my you first year, into that.
1: my first year was complete dump. Uh, the lady that was doing my induction program at icoe she actually told me you know maybe you shouldn't even be a teacher like she showed it mags mags wow. can attest to this mags was my work fighter mags is she calmed me down no nick you're gonna be fine blah, 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 like that <laughs> but you know it, but these are the people that that are our mentors and and um so anyways you you sent me a stat earlier and and i was gonna share it and hang, hang on a second oh,
0: oh yeah so there was uh uh, it is a, a post from teacher misery school districts
1: and and is amber yeah. wagner she says remember when y'all told all the teachers they should quit if they didn't like the crappy pay in public and public hate mm-hmm. well she said they took your advice and then she posted something i guess an article came out in may in texas and mm-hmm. houston fort ben aldine and cy fair i don't know anyways houston 800 teacher vacancies in houston alone Fort Bend, two hundred eighty-eight teachers, Aldine, four hundred fifty-two teachers, CY Fair, six hundred. Like that's, that's insane. And, and California's got their own issues. Arizona's got separate, and and Texas has their own issues. I have my, I could spew out a million things. Well, I mean not a million. I, exp- well, you know, I, I love you my, my job. Be- I could spew out a bunch of issues that there is, and it's creating problems for There's the kids dire- directly in the class or indirectly, when finally when the kids get to our classroom issues that the kids were having just in the system alone but yes but how
0: on that note i could and that front am i speaking from experience when you how should i put this we struggled at my previous school district at my previous school to hire science and math teachers mm-hmm. every single year yeah and it was like a rotating uh set of teachers is two? two like, oh we have a new teacher and the two most like, in-demand ne- topics, we didn't have topics. Any, uh-huh. especially with my last three years i remember i don't think there was a a science teacher there that last that was had more than five years experience
1: yeah that's crazy
0: and it was just a constant thing uh-huh. so and they were like emergency certified mm-hmm. you know they were they weren't they needed bodies mm-hmm. right and so they're and so there we're trying to help them we're trying to give them ideas and all this stuff and they're drowning and just trying to know how to teach
1: they were set up for to fail and at the same time they were set up to fail
0: but who is affected by this uh-huh. the kids the most yeah and that's where the students uh-huh. the students are why the aren't the kids. kids performing and that's what i mean like if you want to attract quality mm-hmm. and not now let me rephrase that quality teachers are leaving mm-hmm. right But if you want to keep your quality teachers, obviously, you need to compensate them better, make them feel more valued. Mm -hmm. And so when I see laws like this, you know, happen nationwide, it's like it's it's going to be a continuous thing until you literally sit down, say, how can we invest more the people in your personnel Mm -hmm. that are working day in, day out with the kids? Yeah, you know. And so it's, it's going to be an ongoing thing. It's just, and I don't know, it's just weird. It's not going to happen overnight.
1: overnight. This, this is going to take years. And I just, yeah. all I know about this whole situation, I have, my insight, I have my own perspective. We have issues in our department. You actually have a bigger perspective because you've actually seen things go down in Arizona, which is super interesting to me. And there's so yeah. many other questions I want to ask you. I but, like uh, a
0: third, at one point, a third uh-huh. of our staff was emergency certified where I was at. A third.
1: that's crazy it's that's, just
0: like that is crazy that's actually basically you had long-term substitutes yeah. covering yeah and so when in our, in our district when mm-hmm. we see like oh we need to hire this like it's like one person in a department uh-huh. oh we need an English teacher we you know we're down a seat I'm like that's it shoot like back then there were short like four five science teachers mm-hmm. in a de- you know or four or five teachers in a department yeah Every single i mean my my brother in law is a super super bright
1: guy, one of my biggest influences I, is shaping the how i think um, you know he he has he runs his own company and he has all these ideas for education. We sit there I mean, we sit break it down this and that, and I just asked a stupid question what's the stupid question yeah. well why didn't you go into education <laughs> the the answer is obvious right well, cause the answer the answer is I was like but hey' absolutely hey, obvious
0: hey but yeah. but you get summers off,
1: yeah. Nah, well, shouldn't that be enough? Put me to like, work I'll one more. You
0: teachers get some.
1: Put me to work one more okay. month, and I'll make ten grand more. You know, it's, well, yeah, well, I know yeah. a lot of
0: teachers that actually work in the summer doing other jobs. But because, I mean,
1: because, but you yeah. know what I mean? Even even at my salary, even at my salary, like I get and not don't get me wrong, it's not take home because uh, California has one of the highest income tax in the in the country. But you know, it's, yeah. but whatever. Case, case in point is, <laughs> I work one more summer for. I take home around six seven grand uh, uh, you know one more month out of the year and it's like all right is that the solution no it's it's really not there's something bigger going on here anyways um we want to roll into That's, the toast the
0: well i was gonna say just some weird laws but speaking of weird laws yeah you came up with a a healthy set of weird laws so
1: i did you you want to you, you want to hold up on those for 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 our next episode just
0: sure. yeah can you share one of the share one of them share one of them we have to hear one uh
1: okay so I saw I saw a lot of these go I'm to California gonna, oh you want to go to California
0: I'll sh- go to California and then I'll share uh, an Arizona one
1: okay San Francisco in San Francisco a lot of Laws can be done, but for whatever reason, they made a law at one point: walking an elephant down Market Street in San Francisco is illegal unless the elephant is on a leash. Now, here in my head, I'm thinking the leash is going to change things. But okay, what do I know about elephants? Yeah, you got an uh, you got an Arizona one,
0: and um, yeah. So, and this. So there's one that says uh, I definitely wanted to hunt I'd, camels. Yeah, in Arizona. What the hell? And there's like history behind it. But it, I mean, obviously it's not. I'm sure, a, it's pretty old. Uh-huh. It, it's yeah, it's pretty it's old. desert. Uh, 1855. Um, when they imported camels uh, with the U.S. Army, or whatever. But the one that I found the most interesting—that one's pretty interesting. But it, it was illegal for women to wear pants in Tucson. Oh yeah. At one point. And so uh, over a century ago, it was illegal for Tucson residents to appear in public wear, wearing clothing that uh, not of his or her sex. This could have technically applied to women wearing pants, Mm -hmm. but no article of clothing is specifically mentioned. The police, the Tucson Police Department uh, certainly pays no heed to this law, even if it still exists today. But it was just kind of one of those weird things that they uh, tried to enforce before. But.
1: I have a bunch. I have a bunch written down. I, I, I think let's uh, save for part two. Um, yeah.
0: Well, I saw your list and I was like, wow. Yeah. Those are, yeah. those are definitely yeah. a whole a, a whole episode in itself. So. Yeah. We just came but up in thirty minutes. Uh, let's
1: let's just roll. Let's roll one over to a, another episode. Uh, for now. For go sure. Go for it. What you got? So,
0: Papi, what's the best thing you've seen all week?
1: Uh, the best thing I've seen all week was well, that thing you sent me about all the teacher vacancies. Um, it just, you know, it just got me thinking about what a new teacher goes through. But, um, and, and I already shared it, just all the, eight, just 800 teacher vacancies. And this is, in May that article was written, just mind blowing, just it's, it says a lot about what's going on, not only just in Texas, but around the country. It's definitely an issue.
0: Yeah.
1: And people are saying this, oh, it's because of COVID. I mean, there was stuff going on before COVID. There, there was. Yeah and covid just made it that much well, actually, worse. actually
0: when covid pandemic began that semester after a lot of people went into retirement they said yeah. you know what ah, i
1: don't
0: yeah. i don't need to deal with yeah. this and uh, just kind of just it was mm-hmm. too much and a lot of people went into retirement and that kind of forced districts to try to recruit and mm-hmm. hire new personnel yeah during uh, a pandemic yeah. and it was definitely yeah. very difficult so I'm getting uh, ready to read the Best like, thing I've dance. seen all week.
1: Oh, go go ahead. Okay. Dad, Be-
0: best thing I've seen all week. You, you know how uh, social media, uh, you you get like notifications of memories and stuff like that a year yes. ago, five years ago, whatever. Yes. So I got a notification, uh, five years ago, on this date. It was like a pop up, and I was like, oh, and it was uh, a video. Uh, I was watching El Chavo del Ocho with my grandpa uh. on this couch, and we used to just. We used to just chill and watch Chavellocho, just hang out. Like my grandpa's biggest thing was, he just wanted people over. He just wanted yeah. company all the time, and yeah. any any excuse, just come over. Mm-hmm. Quería ruido. He just wanted noise in the house, and so mm-hmm. that was pretty cool because um, today would have been my grandpa's hundred first birthday. So, oh shit! Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was like, oh dang, that's pretty cool. And I he only passed away a couple years ago. Like a memory. 2019 yeah uh, right before the Three pandemic years uh, started Damn. yeah uh,
1: 97 98 uh, August, is she made it to amazing he
0: was 98 yeah he, he, uh, a month after his 98th birthday passed away my so grandfather also made in
1: my grandfather also made it into his 90s and his wife was 10 15 years younger than him uh, but whatever uh, case point is he once said that uh, when you're married um, whoever lives longer is the one that's going to suffer more and they're like what? why? well because then they have to see everybody die around them so the idea that your grandfather wanted noise around him all the time
0: oh yeah, yeah. I can see that and one of the, the one of the things that in my family in my mom's side the Lopez side uh, yeah we enjoy in, in our company is a drink of tequila so in honor you of asked grandpa's you hey man you got birthday, tequila
1: and I was like there's a bear shit in the woods yeah. like so the one I chose today is my my mezcal from, uh, from why, why can't I remember it? Oaxaca. I saw it on the Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. show, and I could find it at Beverages and More, and it has this, you could taste the oak with the, be- yeah. I love this stuff, man, it's my go-to, I so Anyways, I said, what, the, you uh, got, what, what you got, what you got, you, sir?
0: Like, we're, gonna, we're celebrating today. So, we are. Uh, with that in mind, we're gonna take a, a celebratory birthday shot in honor of my grandfather's 101st birthday, mm-hmm. so I got a little bit of uh, the secret secret sauce here so see, grandpa's Salusita, secret sauce salud. Mm-hmm. there you go yeah all right papi that was good uh, see you next week we'll, we'll, we'll definitely uh
1: we'll talk about it oh yeah that's right we're going back yeah that's we'll it see you next week. Well, i hope well, uh start our i mind. hope i hope you signed up for my google classroom class and i i my energy that's going into it is more like, okay, if I'm a new teacher, if I'm somebody that's new to the Google Classroom Mm -hmm. what are some issues I might feel and uh, so I'm really looking forward to that I'm really looking forward to saying a lot of inappropriate stuff as I did last year (laughs) and I hope some teachers aren't going to like it some teachers will, but the bottom line is you know what, if I don't have fun that means my crowd's going to get bored Mm. that's true Let's go baby. But, yeah. All right.
0: Alright, puppy. I'll see you next time. Boom. Yeah.